Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Your host is Becky Olson. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, their friends and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Becky Olson. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Becky Olson. I'm the co-founder of Breast Friends. I'm also a five-time survivor of advanced stage breast cancer, a motivational speaker, and the published author of The Hat That Saved My Life. And tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and we are going to do a lot of talking about you know, inspirational ideas and, and how we get through this. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on a separate inspirational message about Thanksgiving, but I do want to start by just reminding us all that even with all this turmoil going on in the world right now, we still have so many things to be thankful for. So if it's just a matter of maybe sitting down with a piece of paper and writing out things that you're thankful for and just really embracing those things, I think that's a great way to start your day. So with that, I get to introduce somebody incredibly special in my life. She is a truly, truly amazing young woman I am a little biased, I will admit that, (laughs) but not too biased because others agree with that sentiment as well. Elizabeth McGarry is a wife, a young mom with two sons. She has a teenager and a 10-year-old. She's a creative designer running her own business. Her husband is the CEO of a company called York Shoes. She lives a very active life with her family in Boston. She also happens to be my daughter. I invited her on the show today to talk about de-stressing the holidays during a time of COVID-19, of all the things. So welcome, Elizabeth McGarry. And if I call you Beth, oh well, it's mother's privilege. (laughs) Thank you so much, honey, for coming on and joining us. (laughs) Hi, honey. Hey, so why don't you... If I call you mama, then don't get upset with me. (laughs) Oh, I will not at all. You can call me mama anytime you want. (laughs) This is a very special relationship we have, and I love her to pieces. So, um, Elizabeth, I'm going to try to call you that because I know that's your professional name. Um, I would love it if you would just tell us a little bit about yourself, just just so our audience can kind of get to know you a little bit, maybe talk about your hobbies, you know, a little bit about your family life. I know you're remodeling a house that's like over 100 years old. That's pretty cool. Um, Just anything you want our listeners to know about you, just kind of quickly. Um. Well, I guess you did a pretty good job summing me up. um, (laughs) I like that you refer to me as a young mom because I'm actually going to be celebrating my 40th birthday this year. I don't feel so much like in the young mom category anymore. I'm a seasoned pro mom. Well, Um, you look like you're 30, so, you know, enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Get those good jeans, those good Becky Olsen jeans. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like first and foremost, I'm a a wife. My husband, Mark, and I have been together for, I think it's been 16 years now. Um, and a oh, mother to the two boys, your beautiful grandsons, Mikhail and Kieran, who are 17 and 10. And I'm an entrepreneur and a creative and your daughter and a sister <laughs> and it's been funny lately I feel like um, I've, I've tried to break the habit maybe in the past year or so when people say like what do you do I try to just talk about what kind of person I am or who I'm trying to be as opposed to um, answering the question that I think inevitably is like 
what can you do for me, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> career-wise or um, social social climbing or something. So I am uh, really working on being a good member of my community and an active member of um, our society and be, being more politically involved and socially involved and especially right now with COVID, um, turning my career into more of an advisory role and how brands, especially fashion and sportswear brands that I consult with can be um, better members of society and do good with, with um, the businesses that they're building. And, you know, and you've yeah, always been very conscientious about about those kinds of things. And I really, that's one of the things I value about you so much. You know, you you really try hard to to improve your community in whatever ways. And there's just so much you bring to the table, which is why, for our audience, why I invited her on the show today, because we've got some tough things coming up here in the next couple of months with all this holiday stuff that's going to go on. And and Beth is just full of of wonderful heart and just trying to make the world and the community and her family better. And that's why I asked her to be on the show with me today. So I want to thank you. And I know Mark is the CEO of a company there based out of Boston. It's York Shoes. And um, York is a... Athletics. Yeah. Why don't you talk about York for just a minute? Okay. York Athletics Manufacturing. um, We're an online uh, retail, you know, business, e-com business, you can um, find our award-winning, best-fitting training sneakers at yorkathleticsmsg.com. And um, we co-founded this brand several years ago with a couple of business partners, the York family. We kind of uh, joke that we're the the 70-year startup. Uh, it's been like a <laughs> third generation in the making, um, family owned and operated sneaker company. And And Mark's at the helm and I'm the creative advisor. And, um, and And I think your dad, I think your dad has every pair of shoes that they have created. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Bill Olson, Bill Olson is definitely on the board as maybe the top, uh, customer. <laughs> You're definitely history. top fan, I'm pretty sure. And Big just recently, sure. it was such a cool thing. York um, Breast Friends did our, we did our first 5K and it was a virtual 5K and York stepped up to the plate in a big way to become a sponsor and and awarded some prizes of some of their shoes. And they're just they're just a great, generous company, and we really uh, you know value them. Yeah. So so there's our shameless plug for York. <laughs> well, I will say that it was a perfect fit because for York, we have just always really believed. You know, Mark and I come from the sneaker industry, and we've worked at all the big companies. Between the two of us, Nike, Adidas, Puma, New Balance, and Reebok. And we founded York really wanting to celebrate this, the everyday fighters. Like people are out there mm-hmm. hustling, struggling, overcoming huge obstacles. And Breast Friends is such an embodiment of that. I mean, I grew up with mm. you, you're my warrior. So um, <laughs> I think that when the opportunity arose, you know, in, in October to do um, something and, and really honor and celebrate the hard work that you guys are doing and the good work you're doing. We really wanted to, to get behind that. 
Well, we appreciate that very much. Well, Beth, one of the things I really wanted to talk about, you know, you've always been, you know, one of these people, you, 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 you're fun, you like to play, you know, and you've always, you'll find time in your crazy, crazy agenda. Sometimes you and Mark both, you know, you find a way to engage in activities with your, your children and stay involved in their lives. And, and, you know, this last year that we've been dealing with COVID for the last eight months or so, and it's not going away anytime soon. I mean, there is hope on the horizon. That is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. We're seeing light at the end of the tunnel, but it's still kind of a long tunnel. You know, we still have a lot to get through. But we talk about surprise adjustments, things that that we have to find ways to do differently. And, you know, what what are some of those for your life? When you think about those surprise adjustments, what were some that you guys made, you know, to still normalize special occasions, but knowing you have to do it differently. Can you can you speak mm-hmm. to that for a few minutes? Yeah, I think that we we got a crash course in that probably <laughs> because the the pandemic really hit us here in the US in March, right? And you were out right. visiting us. Mm-hmm. Um we had big plans. It was my birthday weekend and the boys had, I think we all had really special things on the books like Kieran's orchestra concert and um, uh, birthday parties, Mikhail's birthday, Kieran's birthday. I mean, in our family, in your birthday, between (laughs) the three of us in our Mm -hmm. house and then Mark, Mm -hmm. you know, my sister-in-law and her daughter, we all have, there's a bunch of us with March birthdays. So March is always a really celebratory time of year for us. And um, it was like it all came to a screeching halt. Yeah. And well, even um, St. Patrick's Day in Boston, that's a big, mm-hmm. big day in Boston. I mean, huge oh, parades. Yeah. And that parade happens a block away from our house. Yeah. I've been to it. It's fun. But this year, yeah. it got canceled. Yeah. And so there were just so many mm-hmm. things that, that transpired. And I remember being, I was there to kind of celebrate um, some of those activities. And then I think Mikhail, if I remember, had some kind of an art fundraiser program. So it was That's like right. they were back to back with the gala. concert. Yeah. And so we came mm-hmm. came out to kind of honor all of that and be there for, for all of that. And then and then COVID hit and, and Boston had kind of a big breakout because there had been a some kind of a conference or something mm-hmm. there a couple, three weeks before and yeah, people were starting to conference. What's that? It was it was like the first super spreader event of yeah, the US. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we kind of started getting nervous yeah. with that the airlines might shut down and so I actually ended my trip early to go home. But but you know, we it really kinda of, kind of puts a perspective on on things that, I mean, these activities, we still want them to carry on, but they had to look different this year. Yeah. There was no, um, there wasn't, there wasn't, uh, it was so new for everyone. Right. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I had seen the, the people all of a sudden were using zoom like overnight. So we had planned a surprise drive by parade for Kieran's birthday um, a bunch of his friends and their parents, obviously, because they're nine and 10 year olds, um, <laughs> loaded up in the car. Some of them made signs and they drove by the house and honked. And that was um, still in this time where 
there was just so little known, you know, we weren't wearing masks yet. We were um, just told to stay far away from each other. So it was a little bit heartbreaking. You saw the excitement with the kids and all they wanted to do was get out of the car and just mother each other like they always do. But um, that was special. And then we did the same with Mikhail. We, We planned a surprise Zoom birthday party and we, we just, we hit up everyone, you know, all of our friends from all over the place, family, and I don't know, maybe 30 people called in from, you know, California and Oregon and Georgia and New York and and Boston to all sing to him and and share stories. And that felt really special, too. Um, I think he was really surprised by that, too, because he didn't know, right? mm, He didn't know that was going to happen, as I recall. No, he didn't know, and... Um, he saw some faces of people he hadn't seen in a long time and just made him feel really loved. That's and good. That's good. Probably you know, more so than if we had a, you know, traditional birthday party at home. So it was really a good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really good. Oh, tell me how as a young mom, and I'm going to maintain that phrase cause you are a young mom. <laughs> um, when this first hit you, you know, when this first hit the U S and, and Boston and, and all of a sudden, this this thing has just entered your world. How do you remember how that impacted you? I mean, I think we all know how we were personally, you know, dealing with it. But for a, a woman, you know, with someone with children and schooling and all the things that we're going to have to change, how did that impact you as a as a young mom? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. I think it, it was a roller coaster of emotions, right? Because on one hand. I mean, I remember going. I remember going to the grocery store on the day that the city really announced, like everyone's got to go home and stay home. Um, businesses were making the call to, you know, have it was like it was like if a snowstorm was hitting Boston, you know, and you kind of take stock and you think, like, what do I need? I went to the grocery store and got everything I needed. And I remember talking to my friend on the phone. And she's like, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not getting out of work for a few more hours. I said, don't worry. The store is totally calm. It was fine. Not three or four hours later did she go. And it was, she sent me a picture. It was like completely wiped out. No. So that's sort of when that feeling of panic for me, quiet, mm-hmm. quiet panic started to set in. I just felt like, am I prepared for this? Can I take care of my family? You know, like it's a job that I take really to heart. I'm, I take care of, you know, I nurture them. I, I take care of them. And I just wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do that. And that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. It really um, is. Yeah. So I, I know that, that we kind for of fam. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. On the flip side, on like the positive side, um, we, we are, we feel very busy all the time, you know, and, um, we kind of were looking at it like this impromptu vacation from school, which I know (laughs) is very, um, advantageous, you know, kind of, um, attitude. Mark and I are very, very fortunate and that we can, work from home and, you know, we're not frontline workers. We can, we can do our part by staying home and staying safe. Um, but we were able to kind of look at it like this forced family fun time, 
<laughs> one of the boys appreciated Well, I remember that being at your house playing dance, dance party or whatever that thing was called. And I'm, I'm proud of myself, man. I, I held my own pretty well, <laughs> if I remember I correctly. I think that you're definitely the best dancer in the family. I'm, I, feel, <laughs> I think you were the high scorer of that game, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one round, I think I did. All right. But um, you know what? We are going to go out to break. So when we come back, what I would really love to do is talk about how do we look for the silver linings in this pandemic and then apply them to our holiday season coming up. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. Female cancers affect women, but women's effects are felt throughout our families, workplaces, and communities. Electa is driving advances in precision radiation medicine across our portfolio of devices. By enabling treatment that is highly responsive to changes in tumor shape, position, and biology, but doesn't compromise the health of surrounding tissue and the patient, we protect the moments that matter in the lives of women with female cancers and everyone they touch. Learn more at electa.com. That's E-L-E-K-T-A.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. As I always remind people, there are four ways you can stay involved with Breast Friends um, radio program. First off, if you're listening to this program and you have someone who you think would benefit from hearing this story, please share the link to the program and let them know that there's information here that's really worth their while. Uh, Another way you can support this program is to donate to the show via text. You can text BF Radio, stands for Breast Friends Radio, to 41444. You can join our Facebook Around the Globe Facebook group page. So it's actually a group, so you can actually go on there and make comments and talk about different shows you've listened to. Let us know who you are, where you're from, and maybe share a little bit of your story with us. And then finally, nominate yourself as a guest. I'm always looking for inspirational speakers, um, educational speakers, someone who has some knowledge base that our audience of primarily survivors, I think, 
um, would benefit from, but not all. It's sometimes it's the care de- caretakers that are listening as well. So, so nominate yourself and let's see if we can pull a program together where you can be the one sharing the information. So with that, we're going to get back to our show. We have Elizabeth McGarry, my gorgeous daughter, talking about, we're going to talk about de-stressing the holidays during COVID. And Elizabeth, we were just talking about, you know, some of the surprise adjustments and ways that we've kind of learn to handle things a little bit differently just kind of in our day-to-day life and you know this has gone on so long now I think people are are kind of getting a little burned out on some of it Um, but now we've got holidays coming up and holidays are always a special time for families so how can we take what we've learned in this last eight months of dealing with COVID and apply any of that to some of the holidays some of the the traditions what what can we do different that will make it more tolerable and easier to manage? Mm-hmm. I know you have thoughts. Yeah, I'm, I think that we we have to take what we've learned, right, and, and apply it to the future. I think that a big takeaway for us in our house, what we've been talking about as a family, is just having learned to simplify, to mm-hmm. do more with less that we really don't need, (laughs) we really don't need much more than each other and shelter and safety, right? And um, we've, I think we've all gotten much closer during this time. I mean, look, our family of seven, (laughs) you know, you and dad Mm -hmm. and the five of us kids live far and wide, spread in every corner of the U.S. And we since COVID have started our family Zoom calls on Thursdays, right? And mm-hmm. we, we do that on a regular basis. And to me, that's, that's been so much, it's been so meaningful and, and so touching and being able to kind of take that momentum into the holidays and, and say, okay, like, do I really need to just stress out about what I'm going to ship you in time from Amazon? Um to To check a box off of my to do list, you know, and move <laughs> on. And um, I think having had spent more quality time, even though it's over a screen, but with each other, it, it mm-hmm. should also make that gift giving kind of holiday time maybe more um, intuitive as well. I agree, um, and, and I think you started these fam. We call them the fam jam. And um, I think you're the one. I think you're the one that actually started this concept. So every Thursday, just for our listeners, she sends out a reminder about the Fam Jam call. It's at it's at a time that works for all of us because we are spread all over the country, and so we all jump on the call if we're able, and we're looking at each other's faces, and we kind of share what's going on in our lives right now. And this is something we did not do before COVID. We didn't do it. We mm-hmm. didn't take the time. We didn't make. We didn't make the time. You know, we see each other and we're respectful to each other. But, but this has suddenly became very important to us, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I build my whole Thursday around it. I don't schedule any meetings. You know, at that time, it's just it's locked locked out of my calendar. The boys yeah. know that we're not having dinner early that night because I'm on the phone with you guys, and um, and I think that. We we had to adjust, you know, um, even Tanya, so my oldest sister, for your listeners, her wedding plans changed 
dramatically over the summer, you know, going from like a very large traditional wedding plan to something much smaller and more intimate and just sort of learning how to cut cut the clutter out and mm-hmm. maybe just break ties with tradition and feel okay with it. Like we all get a past right now right? <laughs> and we've, we've, we've gotten one and we should, we should consider the, the gift in that. And, and I think even beyond COVID and everyone's had a vaccine and, you know, this, this idea of returning to normal life is really refreshing, but at the same time, we have to kind of reimagine what normal life looks like and maybe it's going to be one that's more personal, more deeply personal and less, you know, full of consumption and clutter. Yeah, I I think that makes perfect sense. And, um, you know, let's talk just for fun, just for fun. We just, we just Mm -hmm. passed Halloween and I know in Boston, Halloween, I mean, we've been there for Halloween in Boston. It's a hoot. Mm -hmm. They, they know how mm-hmm. to celebrate these different holidays. But even that looked different this year. What did, how did, what, tell our audience what Boston, what you guys did in your, you know, in your neck of the woods for Halloween. Because normally people would sit out on their stoops, you, kids would come to the door and they don't ring the door, they come up to you. You're sitting there on your front porch and you got your bowl of candy and you give it out to the kids and everybody's chatting and having a good time. And, and I was there one year and we ran out of candy so the neighbor gave us some of hers and then when she ran out, we gave her some of ours, <laughs> just you know, mm-hmm. um, because people are very sharing and, and caring. And but this year we couldn't, you couldn't do that. So what did you do different this yeah. year? Well, um, it was kind of a bummer, right? Because yeah, we love we love Halloween. That it's again everyone's so busy and there's kind of this rush, rush, rush. But that was one night where people just, you know, neighbors sit outside, you have a glass of wine, you talk, you talk to each other. It's really fun, um, especially on our block. But yeah, no, no trick or treating this year. We came up with a great family theme costume, um, inspired by Tiger King, which is not a family friendly show, but. <laughs> <laughs> Mark and I dressed up as um, Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin, and we got the boys in on it as well. But um, we actually were feeling under the weather, and it's it was a bummer because we were just going to have a um, a very small, you know, we've got a small social bubble that we were that we were socializing with at the time, and we were all going to just have a little outdoor party in someone's backyard, but we were feeling a little sick and um, didn't have results back from a COVID test yet, so we didn't go. We dressed up anyway, and we Zoomed with them just so everyone could see our costumes, (laughs) and um, we ended up watching Mulan, the new live-action movie, which was fun because, you know, for a 17-year-old, it could be kind of a hokey... Disney corny movie, but um, <laughs> it actually got all of us really talking about our potential, like our human yeah. potential, you know. Mulan mm-hmm. has this chi that she has to hide, but she has this like really strong energy and connection to her surroundings in the world, and she has a great heart and a good spirit. <laughs> I'm like looking at myself after lying on the couch for 
I don't know, four days in my sweatpants. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I have more potential than this. I need to get up and do something. That's, that's um, lovely. <laughs> it kind of, it, it was like actually really um, totally unrelated to Halloween, but like a good, a, a good kick in the pants. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, and now we've got, okay, so tomorrow is Thanksgiving. What are your plans for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving? You know, nor I know that um, we've been to your house for last year. Our entire family came to your house for Thanksgiving. We all the kids bought their airline tickets. They all got a bed and breakfast, and and we all flew to Boston and had Boston had Thanksgiving in Boston right there around your table. Obviously, that's not mm-hmm. going to happen this year. But how are you? What are you going to do to make it special? I, I know you will. Um. Hmm. So, I think I I think Thanksgiving is definitely become my favorite holiday and I grew up knowing that that was your favorite holiday mm-hmm. and it we is. all Thanksgiving was always at at our house right like you always cooked Thanksgiving and grandparents came and it was always a rotating cast of characters as to who sat around the table but it was always our table and so I felt really honored to have hosted Thanksgiving last year oh. and having you and dad out and the fact that the that all, that was the first time actually all of us had been together in a very long time and yeah. with spouses and girlfriends and, <laughs> you know, it was so exciting. Um, and, yeah, it's hard to let that go. I was kind of ho- hopeful that that would be a tradition where at least we would all see each other at Thanksgiving, no matter whose table it was at, we'd be together. But um, we are doing a potluck-style Thanksgiving with Mark's mom. You know, this is our first major holiday celebrating without uh, my father-in-law, Bill McGarry, who passed over the summer, um, not from COVID, but um, very sad. obviously a more complicated situation because of COVID. Um, and we, it's going to be very soft, just intimate. We call ourselves the McGutlers, the um, Cutler <laughs> family, and the McGarrys. And we are going to be doing it up in Maine and just having a quiet, quiet weekend with just mm-hmm. the uh, nine of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people that you know are safely safely embedded in your bubble, and so you feel safe yeah. being together. And, and we've and been on lockdown, so we've been on lockdown uh, quarantine yeah. style, so... We're being extra yeah. careful and safe. But yeah, that's good, and, and I think that's really important. If, your if, if you're going to be a part of a group like this, to make sure that you're doing your part to keep the rest of your group mm-hmm. safe before you all get together, and I really value that. And uh, so, yeah, that does change the dynamic just a little bit. You can't just randomly see somebody and go, "Oh, you should come to our place for dinner," which is we've done that before. We've actually invited almost strangers to our Thanksgiving table before. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's been years since that's happened, but it's, um, you know, something that we've always kind of enjoyed doing, getting to know somebody that really mm-hmm. is in need, maybe as a family. And and those, we can't really do that now, but there's still safe ways to do it. And, you know, and maybe you don't have, you don't have one person cooking everything. Like you said, you're doing it as a potluck. Um, and so that mm-hmm. takes a lot, a lot of the stress off the person who's hosting, you know, by not having to do everything. So that's... That's pretty important. Um, and what are some other things? Let, let's what anything else happening for Thanksgiving? Simplifying the meal, perhaps, or um, shopping yeah, locally. Well, you know, a month ago when we 
sort of decided what what was our plan going to be and what was our protocol going to, you know, we just had sort of a respectful family meeting over the phone to say, let's let's spend it together, um, but let's make sure we quarantine beforehand and do Mm -hmm. our part to not, you know, because that really is the warning is that it's not these big group things necessarily. It is a lot of these smaller, you you think you're safe in your social bubble, but everyone does, and then that's how it's sort of spreading. So we are um, mindful of that. We are spreading out the workload. Yeah, I was like, I'll make the salad. And then we kind of said, Who, do we really need a salad? We've got, <laughs> you know, it just, it was, it was nice. It's like, um, as long as I make your stuffing, I, I really, that's all I eat on Thanksgiving anyways. Yes, I so, <laughs> okay, I, I, I um, get to tell a funny story. I asked <laughs> our, your, soul, your sister, your older sister and my other daughter, um, I asked her if she had a, a because she's having her first Thanksgiving in her home, and we're going to be there for that. And they, they live in Georgia. And she, um, I asked her if she has her own Thanksgiving recipe. And she goes, well, no, I, I'm going to use yours. And she goes, that's the only one. <laughs> Made me happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. It is the only one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the stuffing heart. convert, you know. Like I remember Abby telling me once, my best friend, she hates stuffing, but... She had your stuffing. She was like, oh, I like this stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, but just simplifying the meal, you know, I remember when we used to do it all up, we would do, I mean, everything. We had turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and yams and salad and green bean casserole and cranberries and relish trays and dishes and and then four kinds of pie. And it was, it was so much work. And is it about mm-hmm. the work or is it about the time together? You know, yeah. isn't it more about being together with people that you love and care about? Isn't that really what the purpose of Thanksgiving is? Yeah, and I think a tradition that we've always had that we're looking forward to is just going around the table and everyone saying what they're thankful for and really listening to each other and honoring that and um, taking taking those gratitudes to heart mm-hmm. um, and sort of having that moment of self self-reflection and sharing that with your family is one of my favorite traditions of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I and I agree with that. I think that that's, it really opens up conversation in a really beautiful way. I think another thing that might yeah. be kind of fun for families this year, if you can't get together for, for Thanksgiving or even for Christmas, if you, because there's so much emphasis around the, the menu, you know, for Thanksgiving and, and the food and the plentiful and all that, what if, families that are across country plan their meal to be served at the same time and then do your mm. zoom call with your plate of food in front of you and you know Thank and you're you. you know and you're all sharing your bites and describing your food and you know that might be kind of a fun way to put it on a big screen if you can <laughs> you know I don't know it's just absolutely I have a feeling I have a feeling a lot of people will be doing zoom zoom thanksgivings this year or yeah. you know it's also another opportunity to really support your favorite local restaurants and just order takeout from them. Um, yeah, you know, look for other ways that, yeah. to show your gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cook the big meal. Yeah, that's that's very true. And you don't probably need the 23-pound turkey. You might be able to get by with a chicken. I mean, who knows? So mm-hmm. on that note, we're going to take another short break. And we'll so we'll, we'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. Female cancers affect women, but women's effects are felt throughout our families, workplaces, and communities. Electa is driving advances in precision radiation medicine across our portfolio of devices. By enabling treatment that is highly responsive to changes in tumor shape, position, and biology, but doesn't compromise the health of surrounding tissue and the patient, We protect the moments that matter in the lives of women with female cancers and everyone they touch. Learn more at Electa.com. That's E-L-E-K-T-A dot com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We're talking with Elizabeth McGarry about de-stressing the holidays during COVID. And we just had a wonderful conversation about how to maybe make Thanksgiving a little bit different this year, but still remembering it's really not about the food. It's not about, it's not, it's about love and care and the things that we're thankful for. And as we move beyond Thanksgiving tomorrow, then we get into the remainder of the holiday season. And that's where so much stress comes from. And when I think about women who are also, on top of COVID, on top of job loss, on top of all these things, they also are battling cancer. And you add that on top of all of this, it really can make for a very stressful time. So one of the things I wanted to really talk about with you, Elizabeth, is how can we, you know, as a, as a family, how can we as a nation, a neighborhood, you know, whatever, how can we streamline this process and be okay with that? And learn how to make it not about the things that we're accumulating, but but the about the people in our lives that we love and appreciate. What can we do differently? Hmm. Um, well, I think like we were talking about sort of taking all these learnings from the past eight plus months of um, this global pandemic that we're living through and learning how to simplify and do less with more. Um, that's really the silver lining and it's what, what we have to, to carry forward into the, into the holidays, you know, I was thinking I've been 
I can't believe really I've been getting the emails for Black Friday, you know, <laughs> advertisements and all of that stuff already. And it's like, really? Can't, <laughs> can't, can't we do it differently? Like, wouldn't it be nice if we don't see those news shots of like the midnight madness of people trampling each other to get into um, Walmart or Target or whatever to get the best deal and stuff for their for their kids. Uh, I don't know. It yeah. just feels like what better opportunity than right now to change it up, completely change it up. Like, yeah. um, you know, in our family, we're doing a secret Santa. So where in the past I felt a little bit of, I like, I like it because I have boys and I love shopping for my nieces, but um, a little bit of pressure to get, um, the right amount of gifts, <laughs> you know, the right gift. Um, Keeping it equal, kind of so nobody gets the kids a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, we decided to draw. We'll be doing it at Thanksgiving dinner. Actually, we're going to draw names secretly. Uh, everyone's going to get one person to give a gift to, and the goal is just to make it personal, um, and that could mm. be making something from hand. It could be walking to some stores in your local neighborhood um, or, you know, checking out maybe an antique store, something, something secondhand. I mean, think, think about maybe I saw this, this, someone shared a post that said, you know, (laughs) Amazon and, and uh, these big box stores, no one does a happy dance when you purchase from them. But, you know, small business owners literally do a happy dance when they get an order from you. Mm, I've been there. I love that. You know, building, <laughs> building your athletics. Like, challenge yourself to buy from companies that will literally do a happy dance when they get your order. Um, I love that. What a great way to purchase. see that. That's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it makes huge impacts in your own economy, your local economy, your own, your own community. I mean, really use your dollars wisely um, and differently this year. You can, you can commit to that. And it does you know, I, planning, right? It does. <laughs> it, it does. But Beth, I want to share a, just a little quick story with you. Years ago, you know, with Breast Friends, we've been around for 20 years and we're a small nonprofit. We've not, we've never, you know, we're not, we're not Coleman. We're not American Cancer Society. We are a small nonprofit and we do a lot with a little. And I remember one year, a lady came into our office, and she had a surprise for us. And it was in an envelope, and she didn't let us see it right away. But she had been looking to find an organization that she could give a donation to that would do the happy dance. And, you know, some organizations are so big that if you don't give them a certain size, they don't even really notice it of a donation. Right. She came in with a $40,000 check for us. I remember that. I remember and that. And I cried, and Sharon and mm-hmm. I were both just teary-eyed and and so emotional over that because we knew what that forty thousand dollars would do for our organization. Mm-hmm. And it's that yeah. it's that same thing you're talking about when you support a small organization like that, a small store, a startup company, mm-hmm. and you use them as your resources for gifts and all that. They they're going to feel it, and it's going to change their lives in some very positive way. So I love what you just said. You know, find that company yeah. that's going to do that happy dance when you when they get your mm-hmm. order. So I love that. Thank you for that reminder because yeah. 
it's so easy to turn on our computers and just go where we're used to going. And, you know, it's, there are purposes for all of that. But when you're looking for that special gift, you know, and you only have to buy one, <laughs> you can think about it more. And and also, what about the idea of that gift being something like, you know, a, a month of dog walking or six months of dog walking for right. that person who can't get out, but they have a pet that they need to have yeah. somebody walk. I mean, there's so many ways you can personalize the gift and have it really yeah. be meaningful, right? So yeah, do you have some other thoughts people, on that? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people's financial situations have changed a lot. So I think that giving each other and ourselves um, some grace in this season and um, to your point, thinking of gifts differently doing, you know, favors and, um, and offers. And, and again, just phone calls or a handwritten letter. Like what if you wrote a love letter to everyone in your family, um, or your best friend and and sent that instead, you know, um, maybe, maybe holiday cards are like really stressful to you. Let it go this year. It's okay. (laughs) It really is. Um, It really is. You know, and, and so, and I think a lot of people, who, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, just focus in maybe on, on who you, who you really feel like you need to reconnect with or mm-hmm. who you know, who you know could use the, the really personal pick me up. Um, mm-hmm. I have done in the past, people love my oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. I'm not a baker, but I do make a good oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. Yes, you do, so, by the way. You know, <laughs> just putting all the ingre- all the dry ingredients in a jar, um, handwriting the, the directions. All, you know, all they need to add is butter and an egg and... Um, just even little things like that, because you're giving that gift, you, you've assembled it, put it together, but you're also giving them a gift of, of the making of it. And that can become mm-hmm. a family activity. Um, and, and yeah, I, th- I think that there, there, there's a number of ways, a number of ways to do that. I think also um, getting gift certificates to, again, local restaurants, restaurants that are in that person's community, um, stimulating that local economy. Like, look, look for the small guys. Don't, you know, maybe maybe just don't don't focus on the, the big box mega, mega chains this, yeah. this season. Makes you, a had, difference. you had a couple of other ideas that you had shared with me that uh, I love this. You said declutter and donate. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. how many times mm-hmm. right now, you know, what my, my husband is doing, your father is doing in the other room right now. He is going through our records. We have a record player, believe it or not. And we have a lot of records. Yeah. We have some 45s and 78s. You can tell we're old school. Um, but we're going through those right now. And he's actually literally going through them right now as I'm on the, the radio here. And we're going to be giving those to our son in L.A. who has a record player. And not all of them, but, you know, we're going to pick a few out and give them to them because they they both love the Beatles and there's some Beatles records in there. And, you know, they love yeah. the Beatles. That's a thing that they share together. And so, you know, I think that's a, a lovely gift to give to, you know, Absolutely. your brother. So, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're looking for opportunities like that to, you know, try to make a difference in some small way. And, and I'm sure all of us have things in our homes that were, you know, were meaningful to us, but 
do they mm-hmm. would they be more meaningful to someone else in the family? You know, and that might be Absolutely. a beautiful gift to give. You know, beautiful gift to give. Books. So books would be great ones. Books, mm-hmm. records, photos. That's another thing I'd, I'm really hoping to do is um, finding. You know, there there are tons of apps and things like that that you can use now. If you have Instagram or Facebook photos, you can go through. Just find a really a really um, fun old memory and have that printed and shipped to, you know, a grandparent or an aunt or or a friend who you haven't maybe been in touch with for a while. Just um, I think there are really personal, thoughtful, touching ways um, yeah. that are really economical this year. Well, I, I love these ideas. And, and then also you talked a little bit about um, gym memberships, you know, right now, mm-hmm. especially like when, when we get past Christmas and now we're into New Year's resolutions and people, mm-hmm. I think we all come up with the same, you know, four or five, get organized, get fit. <laughs> but with gyms mm-hmm. being closed, at least temporarily, um, maybe you find a workout partner and maybe your gift to them for Christmas is or for the holidays is to, you know, agree to offer your training services to them so they can still work out, but maybe it can't be in a standard gym and, you know, find ways to commit to each other for physical health. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing that, that those are really meaningful. And, and these are just beautiful ideas that you kind of shared with me ahead of time. But um, mm-hmm. is anything else kind of jump out at you is, is maybe some other potential gift ideas or less stressful ways to celebrate these holidays coming up. Yeah. I mean, I think also uh, don't forget to take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Self care. And, you know, we, we had our own, um, I should say dealing with our own cancer scare, you know, with mm-hmm. um, potential cancer, cancer scare with, with Mark and trying to get to the bottom of that with my husband right now. But, mm-hmm. um, I had called you and dad for some advice on how to be a good support um, for him when I'm also feeling obviously a little stressed and overwhelmed and sure. anxious about that outcome. And um, and dad said, serve others. It's the quickest way to to kind of get out of your own head and um, out of your own stress and worry is to... Mm-hmm to um, put that energy into the caring of others and, ma- and maybe caring of strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are a lot, of, I mean, what if, what if all of our, um, or maybe, you know, pick three, like again, simplify your, your New Year's resolutions and pick one that's for yourself and maybe one that's geared towards your family and one that's geared towards your community. And, um, oh, I like that. I like that. You know, I think the impact could be so great if we all if we all made that commitment. So, okay, so I'm going to put um, you on the spot. Have you thought about those three? <laughs> what they would be? <laughs> Do you want to share them? You know, y- yes, I have. Um, I I think that with uh, in in uh, my community, what I'm really passionate about. And maybe it's cheating because I'm already I'm already been working on this, but um, there's a nonprofit called Artists for Humanity. Mikhail um, has been employed with them, but they predominantly supply um, provide 
train training and um, job paid job opportunities for at risk youth in in the city of Boston and, and get them connected into creative fields and, and working mm-hmm. as artists while right. they're teenagers and really building those up. So I've committed to them to use what I have, which is a network of um, brands and and access to art directors and creative directors and people out in the field and, and really spread the word of the work that they're doing and really help to bring them more lucrative partnerships, mm-hmm. um, more funding. And to me, you know, that's just like a, a, a thing that's using my skill set, my network. Mm-hmm. Yep. Beth, that's we have less than a, we have less than a minute. We have less than a minute, so mm-hmm. give me two more. What are you going to do for your yeah. your family? Oh, Besides, call gosh. mom more. You're going to call mom more. I saw that on there. <laughs> that, is, that is my list. I'm going to call mom more. I need more. Um, I gotta I gotta share too much of of uh, <laughs> your time on the Zoom calls. So I gotta find my <laughs> my own solo time to give you a call. Um. And then for myself, you know what I've done since quarantine is just, um, you know, I'm not going to the spa. I'm not getting my nails done. I'm not getting massages. I started buying nice moisturizer. And I actually, for the first time in my adult life, have like an at-home skincare routine that I do. (laughs) It's like this five minutes of peace that I just feel like it's so simple, but I just feel like I'm taking care of myself. and Love it. um, Yeah. Well, Beth, I am so thankful you came on the show with me today. Um, you know, I just always admire who you are as a woman, who you are as a wife, mm-hmm. who you are as a mother, and who you are as a daughter. Mm-hmm. You are truly an amazing woman, and I'm so proud to call you my daughter. So with mm-hmm. that, um, we do have, to, do have to go off the air now, but I do want to remind our <laughs> audience that there is always hope, and we are here to help mm-hmm. you find it. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Please join Becky Olson again next Wednesday at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There's always hope, and we are here to help you find it. We'll talk again next time.